0: thing so in primary school i was obsessed with series of unfortunate events the books the film versions are not as good as the books read the books but i only got to like book i think eight and then my primary school actually literally sat me down and were like Aaliyah, we're banning you from reading series of unfortunate events because your vocabulary is becoming too sad i was like that's not the vocabulary honey that's what's going up going on up here
1: and then i the book series i was obsessed with it wasn't it wasn't series of unfortunate events it was the dumbed down versions of shakespeare plays that they gave to kids oh no, I love read them stories. all there was eye gouging there was parent killing and my favorite one was othello i love othello
2: i i love
1: What's it and i'm studying it at the moment and I, oh my god it makes me so happy but that was my favorite one and i'm sat there at like 10 Barbara's was also really? on my titties. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sat there. <laughs>
2: I this these for a quid.
3: Ellie, do you want one Uh I don't know. <laughs> I
1: me reading dumbed down Shakespeare as a child.
3: Okay, alright. <laughs>
1: and it's like <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is geez, yeah
3: a- I actually have a question like leading on from that I have a question for all of you um when do you th- wait I need to I need to figure out how to word this question so I'm trying to say like Me, when you were growing when you were growing up was there a point where you realized that you know you were far more interested in creativity or your specific views was there and do you think there's a reason for that as well that's something else I was going to ask 100%
1: yes. Yes. yeah yeah
3: so, I mean, mine's sad. Oh a little We love sad. That sounds really bad. Know. Um, my household
0: wasn't bad as a kid. Like my parents weren't bad or anything. But my dad wasn't very uh, available because he was like working all the time and just generally not very much available. Um. So when I when my parents got divorced, and and during that time I did start kind of. I don't remember a lot of it because I was just in my own world. But especially once they got divorced, I'd say, at my dad's for the weekend. Dad wasn't going to do shit to entertain me. <laughs> so I just learned to entertain myself. Uh, like, I would get, my dad would buy me McDonald's all the time, which is not healthy. And um, i take the toys, like the little McDonald's toys. I'd make up a whole worlds with it. Really dramatic, like, stuff. And then I got to the primary school type age. I would write scripts and I would try and, and I'd you would like force my friends and be like, guys I'm like, writing a movie, you should be in my movie And in year four Yeah, year four I wrote my first ever like full length script, which I've lost now sadly. But it was called Hunter. It was like I think maybe ten thousand words the whole document. Like it was very, very long. And I um and I even designed the cover by you know DVDs. Oh, I feel like some people are gonna be too young to know DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, DVDs, I
2: are would take... too young the up- to know DVDs should not be here. True. <laughs> Stop oh, the snitching. But um, I would take the, like, sleeve
0: out. You know there was a plastic sleeve, and then inside that was, like, the cover off for the film? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would take that out, flip it over to where it's white, design my own cover, and wrap it back in. And my plan was to film my movie, uh, put it onto a CD, like, burn it onto a disc,
2: put it in there, and sneak it into I did pretty. that. <laughs> want... I actually did that. <laughs> Basically, um oh my god, I'm gonna plug Rowan again. Jeez, Rowan's getting Rowan. screen time. <laughs> Rowan doesn't um, at this point. So me <laughs> <laughs> Um I'll go on to mine because this is this takes a while. Okay. Basically, um always wanted to be a writer. Um and then in year three I knew that there was the career I wanted to go to because we did a like topic, I think that's what it's called in primary on um ancient Greece which became my special interest (laughs) Um, and then I wrote a short story that turned into a novella about the gods and they basically had to defeat a titan and then um Hades was just being Hades and then um like Aphrodite (laughs) had a flaming hairbrush which then turned into like I did it was like a spiky hairbrush and it was this, like, titan that had one eye. And then she fucking went up and just, like, smacked a spiky flaming hairbrush into the eye. I was, like, eight, maybe? <laughs> oh, we would... Really... Oh, All of us fight <laughs> titan. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's when I realised, like, oh, this is fun. I can make my own world. And I was, like, J.K. Rowling could never... <laughs> How did you get into yeah, publishing this? She... You were, um...
0: What's the word? And you're actually... Acting... And at least you're not, you know, homophobic. Like how did you get into the publishing side of stuff? Because you were publishing before,
2: you know, you wanted to start a pub- book. You, did I say it right? Yeah, you did. I was fifteen. Yeah. When I first published my book, which was fun. Casual. Um, I always went the like online ebook way first. So like Wattpad was one example. I feel like everyone had a Wattpad age where they just wrote oh, God, stories. Oh God,
1: Wattpad
2: what still, still in that Wattpad. phase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently um, writing a story in then... like for fun. Yeah, that that was me when I was like younger, and then I got into more serious writing, and I started um, publishing in like uh, my school newspaper and like the creative corner and things like that. And then I wanted to go further, so I rewrote my entire, like all my books and made them into eBooks and then published through Amazon Kindle. And then that segued into me wanting physical copies, and then I started doing things like traveling into countries and writing like accurate based on the countries I went to. So like, not to plug my own book again, <laughs> then, <laughs> the start of Descendant they are in Athens, and um, I originally wrote Athens just using like the the scene um, before visiting, and then I visited and I rewrote the whole thing to have more accurate depictions. It was quite fun.
1: No, yeah, dedicated. I just
2: published. Um, my first copy uh, of the first book I ever published was awful, and then the second copy is uh, a special edition, which is coming soon. But that was like there was only five copies printed of that uh, for five of my friends, and only one of them bought it. So great when you said um, I would have oh. forced everyone my friends well. Yeah.
3: <laughs> One of the things that I've definitely realised is that you have to realise when to accept that, yeah, some of your stuff is going to be bad. Mm, like, not all yeah, of it exactly. is going to be good. And coming to terms with that and just being like, it's OK, we can improve next time. Something that's yeah, really important. Okay.
1: Yeah. You can't tell me yeah. Picasso's man. At the a stick man. <laughs> <pure>. <laughs> <laughs> at, the age of
3: three, at the age of three, you cannot tell me that he did not draw an incredibly inaccurate dog. Like... <laughs> mm.
2: You yeah. cannot tell me he I didn't mean, draw sunshine in the corner of the page. He
3: didn't draw sunshine in the
0: corner of the page. Oh my god, 100%. I mean, you say that. I'm really glad I didn't know how to publish, and I still don't. But I'm really glad I didn't know how to publish when I was like 15. I would not release that stuff
2: now at all. So bad. It's so bad. But like, I feel like one of my favorite sayings <laughs> is... I'd rather have a page of shit writing than no page of writing. That
3: is... Do you know what? You can... Yes.
2: If you have something shit, that's awful, you have something to go off. But if you have a blank page or a blank slate, or, like, if you're making a movie and you have nothing to go off, then you can't improve in any way. So,
3: so in my own work, like, if you look through my art books or... So, okay, this is kind of a long-winded thing, but so... I used to journal because I was going through a lot of mental things Um, and then I realised journaling wasn't working for me because I was forcing myself to say, to try to explain how I felt and that wasn't working because I was trying to justify it in ways that weren't true. So I'd be like, oh yeah, I felt this way today probably because of this. So when I read back it's inaccurate because it might not have been from that. So then I started writing like how I felt in like a little bit of like poems and things and they are the worst things i will never let anyone read them and when i was doing art they are the like i I can i will show you in a minute but they are the most horrific sketches you will ever see in your life they you wouldn't even be able to figure out what they are but when i go back through it i look at it and i just think okay that was actually an idea i had that was a way i felt and then i use it in something else so you're definitely right about the blank pages thing um yeah because
1: you're taking feelings and channeling them into something healthy and creative and something that actually helps
3: you get it out. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's better for me because so basically at the moment I'm going through a um kind of kind of a diagnosis process for borderline personality disorder. And if you don't know like what that is, basically um I can have really, really, really horrifically low moments and really ecstatically happy moments and when I'm normal or happy I just forget that I ever felt bad. Um and it's the weirdest thing. I have a really like massive lack of memory. Um, through all my childhood, no memories at all throughout my childhood. um So, when I'm having a really bad time or a really happy time, I make sure I get it down because when I'm back in my normal state, I just forget that it ever happened. So, it's really important for me personally to always put down how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, my opinions, even if I put them down as a piece of shit on a page. Um, yeah. But, yeah similar actually yeah you do. I saw him nodding and I was like do we have something here that I'm not aware of <laughs>
0: yeah cool. I mean my mom told me the day how they change the acronym for BVT? Apparently, they changed the acronym I was like why wait what do you for context, mean for text, my mother is a therapist is I, I, me- I can't remember what else, BPD, but yeah. I mentioned yeah. I know but apparently they're trying to change the acronym like-
3: to what? That works. For what reason? I don't know. I mum told something. Maybe they. are like, that doesn't make... <laughs> We've
2: been using BPD like hundred years now. 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 that's that's the current um, attempted diagnosis for me too. Yeah. Um, and Do you know
3: what? It's. I think that it's one of the most misunderstood things as well because people think that you can. So when I'm oh it's like it is like having different personalities in you but you're still the same person it's not like it's not like schizophrenia or bipolar wait where it's like well bipolar is not really same. So, but it's not really where you like are switching and you're still the same person but your emotions and your opinions drastically change um at least for me anyway and people think that you're you sometimes people think you're manipulative that you're mean that you're being um uh yeah just like loads of different and then it's literally for me personally. So when I'm having a bad moment, I go through this obsessive phase that I don't like any people. I don't like humans, Um, not specific people, but humans in general. I don't like humans. Um, I like animals, that's it. Um, I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't like anyone. Um, Everyone is against me. Everyone's attacking me. I'm going to be defensive because uh, you know what, if you, even if you say, hi Ellie, how are you? I think that you're about to murder me in my room. Um, And then when I go through happy stages, Literally, I love everyone. I want to be everyone's friend. I want to give everyone a hug. Um, I'm so excited. I developed this like twitch because I have so much energy. Um, and it's so weird, and people think that you're manipulative or that you're changing yourself to
2: you're fit other people. Or
3: yeah, and it's just, yeah. so it's just, I don't know, it's difficult, but, anyways. I'm, I'm glad that I have someone here because I'm so get it. <laughs> that's how I remember you, though. The happiest. Thing
0: like when i first joined everyone would always be like hugging each other and all that and i was like oh
3: I've yes but do you you know sometimes you guys would come in oh my god i've just had this memory come back sometimes dan would come in and not dan but different dan and they'd and <laughs> people would be like oh are you okay like is something wrong like because you seem down today and i wouldn't talk to anyone and people thought that i was just ignoring them sometimes no, oh. that was and and it's taken me until now to figure out what it is because at that point I didn't want to talk to anyone because I thought if I talk to you I'm gonna something's gonna go wrong <laughs> so I just would stay silent <laughs> and um oh. and it's only taken me till now to realise yeah yeah I love the creativity with that creativity is helping oh a million know. percent but million percent and that's, that's why. It's like my way to cope, it's, it's how I get it out and that's again sounds so cliche and so cringe but if you are a creative person you understand it, it's your way of mm. just getting it out and just relieving yourself of yes. pain and
1: yeah.
3: 100%. yeah,
0: 100%. I mean, I am thinking about it today, when I'm writing and stuff like that, it's the only time I can focus for hours is when physically having to do so. Because if I focus for too long, uh, I will just get headaches and fainty, stressed and overwhelmed. And I do experience sensory overload as well. So, but I find that if I really just have my headphones and blasting some random, like maybe numbers are the playlist, which I'm loving at the minute. Oh god,
1: yeah. Like if
0: I'm blasting music, I'm sat there and I'm writing. I, I literally just disappear. And if I did have creativity, I think oh, I would just be stressed all the time. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's yeah,
3: mean, no, like genuinely. And it, uh, oh, I feel like it. To be a creative person is to be a brave person because you have to go through so much, like what we were saying earlier, you have to go through the fact that you are being looked at, people are judging you and when they're judging you, not just judging a piece of work you did, that work has come from you, like they're judging you as a person, then you have to be okay with that and then you have to go through all this thing of figuring out how to put your thoughts down, how to, what you want to do, whether, you have to be happy with your work, which I don't think anyone ever is. I've never done something and thought, I'm a million percent happy with that. And I don't think I ever, ever will. Um, and you
2: have to... <laughs> He's holding his book on
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Ali's just keeps going. The
2: only thing, the only thing that I've ever been proud of.
1: Right, if you're listening to this, Aww. you should do a drinking game. Every time Dan picks up the books, you take a shot.
3: Unless you are of the age where you don't know what a DVD is, in which case please leave,
1: the go back to the <laughs> where you belong. We don't need you here.
2: No. I love that. Course. I think
3: you might actually learn something. <laughs> <laughs> you might learn maths, unlike us. So. Yes. Yeah, um, sure. But Amber, so yeah, what was your like kind of yeah. point where you thought actually this is what I'm interested in?
1: I had I had a few little ones. I don't think I had one clear-cut moment. I had different ones for different things because I don't have, like, one focus. I pretty much love everything. So I when I was really, really little, and this might just be something I do because sometimes I just zone out and daydream for about half an hour, and then I look at the time, and I'm like, oh, it's dark outside. But when I was a kid, I would watch TV shows, and then I'd, like, run around, pretend to be in the TV shows, and I'd create this whole thing. My mum saw that in me. But I was really, really shy, kind of, so my mum saw that in me, and that's when she signed me up for stagecoach. <laughs> and that's kind of the first time. And then I did my first proper show. And I actually was kind of good at it. Like I wasn't. But they were like, Oh yeah, you know, you be in this, and I don't I we did Little Shop of Horrors and I was supposed to be in the stage below, and they put me in with the older kids, and I was really scared, and I was playing Audrey, and I was like, I have to sing, but I was good at it. So my little child's brain was like Yay! People are proud of me, I'm good at this, let's do it! You know what I mean? So that was the first thing that kind of got me into like theatre and everything. And then, ages ago, I was going through a really tough time just in general. And my uncle, for my birthday, had bought me a guitar for three quid in a boot fair, right? And he was just like, hey, do you want it? And I was like, yeah. And I was going through a really shit timeline, well, didn't really know how to cope with things. And I was like, you know what? Distraction. Guitar time so i did it and i'm not good by any means but i was like oh this is a bit of fun i'll just do this somehow wound up in a fucking band don't know how that happened but it just things escalate and you start something with like a really good hey this you know this is helping me right now this is helping me not think about this in a different way this is helping me put my feelings across in a way that is good and not love the darker one like,
3: this is helping me right now and that's yeah. rare things that you're interested in will change, but
1: yeah.
3: it's right for you at the moment.
1: Yeah. Because it was I think
0: like that's is- why I'm so close to of work. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. You don't. froze for me so I thought you were done, sorry.
1: No,
0: no, no <laughs> fine. Karel. It's cool. But it's like, um, you know, I did not have a good time at school. Uh, anyone who knows me on any type of personal level know that. I, I had a horrible time at school. I would uh, That's uh Might as well have been at that point. But, um, I remember that it gave me a sort of hope because I was at a point in my, li- I had a point in my life, I'm 17, I've barely lived. But, um, I was at the point where I was like, like really feeling hopeless. I was like, I don't think, you know, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with my time? Why are you dying? <laughs> what did daddy do? <laughs> <laughs> it
3: wasn't me this time like a just a cute photo of what was going on and the flash was on and it just blinded everyone and I'm really sorry about <laughs> it but yeah you guys <laughs> I'm so sorry,
1: sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah sorry
0: but yeah it, it gave me hope because I was like you know what I don't need I don't need GCSEs or I'm not saying don't do do your GCSEs please it will make your life so much easier but I was like I you know
1: either. what no, even if I, I like
0: fail
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, like you but it you made me realize like, dig into all that shit that's the most important shit you'll ever do in your life
0: well, Yeah, Well but I was like you know it made me realize that it's not gonna you know there's no point working so hard and me myself and like killing myself over it because like you know y- there is stuff out there for me to do and that really set down the foundation for my level of determination to get things done which is why I started doing you know books and stuff and then and all this stuff, and it, it just keeps me going, it keeps me afloat, it gives me something to like hope for, live for, I guess.
2: I don't know where I'd I love be to say like, oh, doing books as if it's such a casual thing. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. When you first approached me, I was like, wait, it's gonna be published? I was so excited. Yeah, I am it, every time
0: was still immune to that now. <laughs> I am so, until I hold it. Hard. When I order it and I hold the physical Ooh. book, I'm like, <gasps>
3: That's what I, I love it, about I'm it. Like you it. just said when you were like, oh, I get excited every time. It's always something new. That's what I love. It's always mm. something new. And yeah. you just have complete control over it. I don't know whether, maybe that's something in myself that I have a problem with, control. But I love it because I <laughs> am, like, I'm in control of it. And no one else can can harm my work. I, that doesn't make any sense. But no one else mm. can touch it. Like, that's my yeah, like No, I completely I, get I it. I really like that.
1: Yeah. I completely get it because the whole thing with me is, if I'm feeling really stressed or like out of control of my own situation it really kind of sets me off like I don't know what it is but I just kind of yeah. like freak out about it and doing stuff that you little control it's your little bubble yeah
3: literally no one can touch
1: it. it
3: no one yeah, can touch it because
1: it, it's your brainchild oh, yeah. but it's your little safety ball it's like remember those fucking 100... bubble things that would sitting in a like paddling pool and you'd run around in the like orbs things orbs
3: some... is that what they're yeah. called oh my god those,
1: those, oh my god.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's your own world. You can do what you want. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to be a leader, like, right? can be someone
3: else. Yeah, and that's the pros and cons of it, though. That, that's the thing. Like, as much as it is your own child, I suppose, then you, when you create it and it goes wrong, or someone doesn't like it, or something happens, like it's it, oh, yeah. it's your fault. <laughs> like, do you get what I mean? Like, no one else. Oh can, yeah, like, <laughs> so it's hundred percent i mean my first oh
0: sorry no, that's right go on <laughs> the first like proper script i did and took seriously was something called the right side of wrong and my friends i actually got a bunch of my drama friends cause at this point we were doing drama gc school so this must have been like a 10 maybe a nine and i got a bunch of my friends to do it and like be a part of it and i did i to be fair i wouldn't have turned up good anyway um but you know, no, at the time it was really important to me and I put all the work in, I I made props, I had made props myself, I got costumes, uh, I did all this stuff, I rewrote the script, I rented the script for everyone, I emailed the department to let me use the drama space to wrap like, uh, the fight scenes and stuff, I really went all out for it and every single person that one quit or was like not showing up and it really broke me at the time because i thought this is gonna be you know stepping stone to success and it's gonna be great and to be honest i'm glad i experienced it it gave me a bit more realistic perspective on things but yeah like what you were saying it was like somebody would take my baby just like grow it in a bin shit
1: yeah and that's the thing i have, <laughs>
2: have,
1: have like, two fun stories
2: oh,
3: when like when someone attacks
2: your work
3: they said earlier they're attacking you it's just so difficult because i feel like every every piece of criticism as much as it's very important to take and you need to listen because otherwise you know you sit in your room but not get anywhere else um but it's um it's just very personal and you have to learn to deal with it Right. So it's just so iconic. That is
1: your man. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. Which
3: is something I'm still dealing with. Even, like, when my, sometimes my mum will look at a painting I've done, and she's like, oh, like, can you change this? Like, maybe you should change this. And I, I get so angry, but I know, yeah, no, she's right. Like, I do need to change that. But it's just the fact that I've spent sitting there on my own, in my own little head, sitting there doing it. And then I come out, and someone just instantly yeah. sees something wrong with it. And it's like, oh, crap. Like, it's... Really difficult to take that. <laughs> with the spelling error it's on the side of your book, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> which I love. I wish they could see. I feel I like mean, it almost looks it's just so iconic.
1: Danny's your man, <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: It says it's I got two read. R's M S I
1: S O R R.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's theme too I don't know how I missed oh. that There's, there was also stuff on the back that was wrong because they, they were like oh yeah it's going in for like processing and like we'll check over it fuck did they where <laughs> where's the evidence <laughs> yeah but
3: that? maybe yeah but maybe they thought it was intentional because of how iconic it is maybe sat, they sat there like us going Miss Fortune, Fortune. maybe and then they just yeah. keep it we're too iconic they to spell were like
0: um oh. probably
2: spelling yeah if you um if you're looking for any books to to read i do recommend them um, escape <laughs> misfortune um, the sunset forest by rowan Costin. uh also descendant by dan stocks that's me i'm changing my last if name if
1: you're doing the drinking game you. i'm praying for you <laughs> oh, <I'm> <laughs> have,
2: this have an ambulance just, on speed I mean, dial
3: I oh, was about just separately. Was like, how was the mean? Do you have anything you wanna? Hey, to Lily? You yeah, I've got
2: none of, of that. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> cracked up so bad. I, yeah, <laughs> my like... Wi-Fi. <laughs> I well, think I'm going I, I my... don't know if
1: it's mine. My... <laughs> no, Ellie, I think it might be yours. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: think it's you. Oh
1: no, Is that awkward? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Come back. Is that a sign you that
2: know. I've talked
1: too much? <laughs> no. Should I leave or
2: come back?
3: Oh Yeah. It's a bit of an hour. Oh, is it's it
0: an hour? Oh, yeah. I set it my alarm for another
2: we've 20 got min- got about nine minutes.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, alright. wrap it up. <laughs> This is a very good episode though, I like this. I think Ellie's one of the best guests we've ever had. I love oh, you, Robin no, no, no. and <laughs> Amanda.
2: very bet. intellectual.
0: Should, should we think. do highlights? Yeah, let's yeah. do highlights. Fuck tag if we did that about two episodes and gave up. So, Ellie, being our lovely guest, would you like to go first? If your connection
3: allows. I allow? the episode, right? Favourite? I oh,
1: Of the episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that very thing that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> of your life. My wife. I mean, if you can give us
2: so your
3: life basically. story, if you can fit in nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, also like my room of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, my connection is horrific. Okay. Why, anyway? Um, I think, like, I can totally agree with me about the whole thing. It's always it can out And also knowing that um I now have a friend. Um that's, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> the little
1: oh, I have a little
3: you horse... guys hear me Yeah. We can hear yeah. you.
0: Uh, yeah. It's a bit erotic, but you're alright. <laughs>
1: It's fine, okay. you're not Craig level, you're good. <laughs> okay. Put subtitles on YouTube. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think, yeah, what's your favourite moment? Oh. I don't
0: uh, know, I've loved everything about this episode. Too. This is one of the episodes I think is going to very, very turn very good. Um, probably. Mmm. All the metaphors we've, you know, like more one about it's better to page of shit than nothing. And having to just accept that your work's not always yes. going to mess. It's good. It's, this has given me some like real motivation, which sucks because I'm gonna to go to bed and then have to do college all week. But like, <laughs> this is really giving me like, up. Yeah.
1: Amber? Good. I I I was I have to. I was gonna say first of all the same thing as Ellie with the the fact that other people get the whole your little bubble thing because I always thought I was just a bit like. Too invested, chill out a bit, pump the brakes, like, calm down. <laughs> but the fact that you guys get it like, makes you feel better about it. But also, the when we talked about, like, performance, especially, and, like, how that affects you from a young age, and how, it, like, if you're not ready for that kind of public, like, not criticism, but, like, being on display... That's a whole thing, and I'm glad that other people get that as well, because that's always something that I was like, oh, yeah, you're just a bit sensitive, like, calm down. Even if no one else
3: is really focusing on you, you know that you, it's like the, it's you being conscious of the fact that you are being seen. Even if no one's watching, yeah. you're in a vulnerable yeah. position. So, 100%. Danny?
2: Um, I really like talking about, like, how kind of like a vulnerable creativity is like it's it's quite cool I liked that bit um, and also like how it's a like both
1: expression and escapism and how like you know we creative but fucked at the same time <laughs> so I like making movies in my head so that's fun um,
2: I was just going to say something I was like
1: sorry my bad <laughs> I
0: thought you just stopped yourself like oh.
1: Let me not. Oh no no no! My Wi Fi is just dog shit.
0: <laughs> oh, all the Wi Fi suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was going really bad. Like
3: alia you've been the same um freeze frame for about thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I hope it was something sexy.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> last time it was really bad.
1: <laughs> I think a screenshot. like
0: Oh god. You're I mean, Dan, every time you're you've said
1: escape so
0: thing. far... It's like you're going to Debbie Wright. <laughs> no, I do Debbie Wright all the like time. Escapism. Yeah, I just want to be like, escapism is up now. Uh, I will link Danny's website in the description. I did on the first episode as well. I will have all of the episodes. But yes, thank you so much, Ellie. It's been great. You've been oh like, my God, my favorite, one of my favorite guests. Really.
3: This has been so fun, genuinely. I loved it. Yeah. We have to hang you
1: know, on get if we do a season two. Yeah, if we do more episodes about creative shit, I'm I would gonna, like, love... Any masters? I would any love masters? to do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yes. And new friends. i ready.
1: Quick question. Wait, will you ever... This is completely random. Will you ever get a master's degree? Do you know Please what? I literally have said...
3: <laughs> I've literally said before, one day in one point in my life, I want to get a master's just because my last name is Masters.
1: i wonder wonder if that's thick because you could be Ellie masters of the masters
3: (laughs) i'm sorry the dog i have to keep keep muting myself because the dog is going at me because she wants to leave the the room can you hear Say bye, bye, guys. Bye. something. Uh, what's something fun to talk about? Oops. Here to talk and we're
0: here to chat. Oh. Would you adopt me? Here to have fun, here to have
3: a laugh. What? probably won't go quite as
1: planned Literally where my brain went.
3: but we're about to get Frickin' zazz